Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of What Do I Know, where politics meets, where pop culture meets politics, sorry. Um, I know that <laughs> I did not post an episode the past two weeks, so I'm like two episodes late, but it's, there was just a lot of stuff going on and I don't know, I just couldn't really record, but um, I decided that I need to get back to it. So welcome to episode four. Um, this episode is coming on the heels of just all the stuff going on. Obviously, everybody knows Corona and all kinds of shit. So I'm going to address the hottest topics. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into hot topics first. So number, the first thing I want to talk about is Meg Thee Stallion and her contract woes. So if you don't know who Meg Thee Stallion is, she is a rapper. She recently became mainstream in the last like year, I would say, um, when she put out her mixtape Fever last year. It was a huge mixtape. Um, so yeah, she's basically just a really popular rapper right now. Um, she's been getting a lot of accolades and, you know, people really like her. I like Meg Thee Stallion. I, I, I think she is a decent rapper. Um, but recently she's been in the views because, um, I think like about two weeks ago, she got on Instagram live and basically said that she, the reason why she hasn't been able to release any new music is because her label 1501, what is it? 1501 certified or something like that. It's a, uh, Houston based, uh, record label. They will not allow her to renegotiate her contract so you know basically in the live she was like saying how they won't let her release new music and it's because she wants to renegotiate her contract and they don't want her to renegotiate her contract and she started going on about how the contract you know how basically like it was an awful contract you know she gets no money from any of the work that she's done And she starts going on about how she was only 20 when she signed it and she didn't know she was signing and all this stuff. Um, so basically just kind of get, trying to get sympathy from us basically. And then, um, I think last Friday, a judge granted temper, a temporary restraining order against the label. So what that means is she was able to release new music. And so, um, this past weekend or no this past week she released her another mixtape or is it an ep i think it's a mixtape it's called sugar um so she was able to release new music sugar has about nine songs on it and that was released to (coughs) very mixed reviews um so yeah basically you know what she's saying is that in the contract that 1501, her record label gets 60% of the recording income. Um, and she gets about 30, like 40, 30 to 40% of it, um, which she has to split with paying, you know, the producers and the featured artists and all that stuff. She's saying when she goes on tour, the record label gets most of that money. You know, she's basically saying that the contract was bullshit and she's gets nothing. Um, this is my thoughts on, (laughs) on Meg Thee Stallion's claims. I love Meg Thee Stallion. Like I said, she's, I think she's a great rapper. 
um, especially in this new age of rapping when most rappers really suck and they're not saying anything. So I do like her rapping. I'm not going to lie. I find it. A, I find her rapping to be a little bit redundant because she talks about the same shit every fucking song. But for the most part, I do like her. When Meg first came on the on IG Live to complain about her record label, I will not lie to you. I did not feel bad. <laughs> Point blank. I did not feel bad. And before I even go in, sorry, before I even go into my thoughts, I just want to say that the record, the head of the record label, his name is Carl Crawford. He is an ex uh, baseball player. He is saying that everything that Megan is saying is false. And that, um, you know, they the contract is a fair contract. And he's stating that she actually gets a lot more than most artists do. Um, they actually let, are letting her own part of her masters, which if you don't know, that's a big thing. A lot of record labels don't let the artists own their masters. And owning your masters is important because, you know, it can draw in... Um, What's it called? It, it's more money for you, basically, if you own your own own your own masters. Because you know how in movies, like for example, in movies, when they play songs, if the like in the movie, if the song is yours and you own your master, you're gonna get money off of that. If you don't own your masters, you're probably not gonna get any money off of that. If that makes sense. So basically, owning your own masters is important. So. <clears throat> That's a big deal that Meg as a new artist is able to own her, at least part of her own masters. So basically the record label, you know, is shooting back and saying whatever Meg is saying is wrong. And they've just been kind of going back and forth. It's kind of been a whole thing the past like two weeks, ever since she like claimed that she can't release new music. Um, And I've been trying to keep up with it, but it's a lot. But anyway, let me just, let me go back to what I was saying. So anyway, when Meg first came out about her contract woes I did not feel bad and this is why I think in 2020 if you are if you're in the music business and you are signing a bad deal that's on you the um like literally if you look at the history of music there are so especially in like the hip-hop world there are so many artists that have come out and complained that they signed a bad record deal okay if you like literally google tlc They'll tell you they signed a horrible record deal. Um, every Literally every damn artist that Diddy has ever signed to Bad Boy will tell you they signed a bad record deal. There's just too many examples of people not reading their contract and signing a bad deal. And back in the day, to me, it was a little bit more accepted because a lot of them were really young. I mean, they were like teenagers when they signed it. Um, they're from the hood. So obviously they don't even think to go get a lawyer. They're just signing it because they want a better life for themselves. So back then, to me, it was a little bit more accepted. In 2020, 2020, you still signing bad record deals when you have access to so many things. And I'm sorry, 20 is not 16. 20 is pretty grown, especially nowadays. I feel like at 20 mentally, especially as a, I'm, I mean, I hate to be like gender whatever, but I feel like as a girl, 20 is more like 30. <laughs> Like at 20, I feel like you should have the sense to not sign a bad record deal. You should have the sense that, hey, you know, before you sign this, let me go, I don't know, hire my own lawyer. Hire a lawyer. Let the lawyer look it over. Or even take the contract home. I know those contracts are big as hell, probably 30, 40 pages. Go through all of it. Google what you don't understand. To me, there is no reason for us, for you to be signing a bad uh, contract in 2020. And also, 
there have been discrepancies in Megan's story. One of the discrepancy being that she actually wasn't 20, she was 23. So, <laughs> which actually, if you look it up, makes sense because she was 25 years ago. And five years ago, Megan wasn't on the map yet. So she, Megan really just blew up in like 20, I would say like late 2017, 2018, and then forward onward, and she just turned 25. So like, to me, I'm sorry, I, I'm not, you can't use I was young and naive as an excuse anymore. It's just, to me, it's not a possible excuse. You know, hire your own lawyer. Let that lawyer look it over if you don't know what the contract is saying. Because I know they use, you know, a lot of legal terms and it can be complicated. And then on Twitter, people are like, y'all making fun of Meg the Stallion. Y'all don't. And, and but on your Apple phone, you're pressing accept terms and agreement. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I damn sure did press accept terms and agreement, and I don't know what the terms and agreement is. But guess what? I'm not getting on Instagram Live to complain about it. And you cannot compare accepting the Apple terms of agreement to lit- to signing a record contract. Like that's not even the same thing. So let's not let's not be stupid, people. So yeah, basically that's what's going on. They're are right now. They're like arguing back and forth. Um, I think Megan has now filed a lawsuit against 1501 and they are countersuing. So it's like a whole big thing. Megan also signed to Rock Nation uh, management who. So, and if you don't know, Rock Nation is owned by Jay-Z. So people think he has a hand in, you know, Megan wanting to uh, renegotiate her contract. So we'll see how it all plays out. Like I said, don't really feel bad because I feel like in 2020 with all the ex- with all the examples <laughs> of previous artists and rappers and singers signing horrible deals, there's no reason for any artist in 2020 to be signing a bad record deal. Point blank period. There's too many resources for that. So yeah, that's it for that. All right, next on my hot topics list is rapper The Baby. It's just a lot of rappers doing stupid shit, y'all. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, so basically, if you don't know the baby, he is also a new rapper. I think him and Meg came out around the same time. Like, like 2018, 2019. Um, And the baby spells his name D-A space baby, B-A-B-Y. And yeah, he's he's from South Carolina. Um, One of his biggest hits was Suge. That was a really big song back when it first came out about two years ago. And basically, ever since the baby came out, he has been involved in a number of (laughs) altercations. Um, You know, last year, I think um, him and his bodyguard got in trouble for beating up a promoter because the promoter because he claimed the promoter still owed him money. A couple months after that, there was a video of him. Um, assaulting an, a hotel employee because the employee was videotaping him and his daughter. You know, just a bunch of stuff. It's, which is just, it's ridiculous. So anyway, recently, the baby got in trouble. Um, last week, after a concert, there's a video. The baby is seen slapping the literal fuck out of a female fan. Like, literally, you look at the video, it's like he's walking through the crowd, and I don't know, I guess the fan had the phone in his face. He literally turns around and slaps this woman silly. <laughs> like, it's not funny, but it kind of was funny, but not really. Um, 
And I just, <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I saw it, you know? And so, you know, obviously ever since that came out, it's been a whole thing. Um, the girl that claims to be the girl that was slapped is suing the baby. Good for her. Um, and he went on Instagram live. So at first he wasn't even apologetic about it. He went on Instagram as he always does and claimed that, you know, um, the girl had the, the camera in his face. He didn't know that it was, he didn't, first of all, he was like, I didn't even, I didn't know it was female. I thought, you know, I didn't know who it was. Then a couple like days later, he like goes back on Instagram and starts apologizing And the apology is not even a a real apology if you look at it. He's like literally laying in his bed and is just like, you know, I'm sorry. Repeating the same thing, how he didn't realize he was a girl. This is my thought on it. It doesn't matter whether it was a girl or a boy or a monkey or a dog. You don't put your hands on people. That's the bottom line to me. (laughs) Like, you do not put your hands on people, especially to me if your life is not threatened. Like... Okay, they had their phone in your face. I'm sure that's annoying, but turning around to slap the dog shit out of someone is not a, um, to me, is, 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 doesn't match the energy that was given, you know? And the thing about it is a lot of these rappers, what they don't understand is if you keep getting in all this legal trouble, you're going to fizzle out as soon as you, you got hot, if that makes sense. Legal trouble comes with money trouble because you got to pay these lawyers. Even if you settle out of court, you're going to have to pay the girl some big amount of money. And you could have avoided all this by staying out of trouble and keeping your hands to yourself. Like, I just, I don't understand the thought process with a lot of these rappers and a lot of these people in general that have money. Like, first of all, people want to sue you for anything. Let's start there. Because let me tell you something. I'm not going to lie. If I was that girl, I would be coming to court with a neck brace and I'd be in a wheelchair. <laughs> like, you got money. Of course, like, they're going to try to come after you and try to, you know, get the money from you. But I, again, another example, I do not feel bad. You put this on yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Point blank period. So basically, that's what's going on. The girl is suing, her, suing him. And, you know, that's, you know, that's that. All right, next up on Hot Topics, E, disgusting um, movie exec Harvey Weinstein has finally been sentenced. Um, He was sentenced to 23 years in prison. Um, He was sentenced on Wednesday, um, this past Wednesday. Basically, the jury found him guilty of one count of a criminal sex act in the first degree and rape in the third degree. Um, a couple of the women that he, you know, assaulted were actually at the trial and they testified, which definitely helped to get him convicted. And so now he's going to prison, even though I think like his team is trying to claim that he needs heart surgery. How convenient you're getting, how convenient you're, you just got sentenced and now all of a sudden you need goddamn heart surgery. Okay, um, I definitely was happy when I heard this. This is a big win, you know, because I'm not going to lie. I didn't think anything was going to happen to Harvey Weinstein because at a point it looked like they were not going to do anything, you know, um, and I know a lot of people, 
you know, were mad because, you know, Bill Cosby got sentenced and they were like, they're not going to do anything to Harvey Weinstein and people are bringing race into it because he, you know, cut all that noise, y'all. I'm sorry. When it comes to sexual assault, like, <laughs> I'm not going to be looking at, well, he's a white man and he's a black man and, and he needs to be sentenced because he's white. Like, cut that noise. What matters is that these men, white, black, whatever, they were assaulting women. And I'm glad that justice was served. I, I couldn't, like I said, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't think justice would be served because he's kind of a power, he, he's like a really powerful man. Um, but yeah, justice was served and uh, you going to jail, fool. Okay. Um, next thing on hot topics. <sighs> this is a sad one. Kobe Bryant, his memorial. I know I'm late. It was <laughs> this memorial was like two weeks ago. It was on February 24th, I think. Let me double check that. It was. Yeah, it was February 24th <clears throat> at the Staples Center, which is fitting because, you know, that's uh, the Lakers like home stadium or whatever and Kobe played you know probably thousands of games there this was um this was a really emotional memorial um it was about two hours long there's a lot of celebrities there a lot of NBA players um a lot you know and it was a really sad um emotional thing I watched it I don't know why I watched it. It literally made me so sad. Like, I was literally crying. And honestly, like, I I really still can't believe that he's dead. You know, like, every time I get on Instagram, there's, like, I, you know, see a new picture that I've never seen of him. But, um, yeah, so the memorial is on the 24th, you know, and it was well attended. Like I said, lots of celebrities, um, Michael Jordan talked you know he gave a speech his speech was really oh my god it was really sad and he was like crying like literally tears were coming out of his eyes I don't think I've ever seen Michael Jordan show any emotion well like I've seen him laugh but like as far as crying I've never seen that I know there's that crying meme that's out but that was from his hall of fame speech and it's like a 10 year old meme Um, which, but it was funny because he actually brought that up. (laughs) He was like, now he's going to be a meme, but I'm glad I haven't seen anyone meme it because that was not a moment that I wanted to see memed. But yeah, so he gave a very emotional speech. Um, Alicia Keys performed, Beyonce performed. If you don't know, Beyonce was actually really close friends with Kobe and his wife. Like they're actually really close friends. Um... And Beyonce was actually sitting like right behind Kobe or sorry, God, not Kobe sitting right behind Vanessa. And there's actually like this video where like the camera pans to them and she you can see Beyonce consoling Vanessa like it's literally the saddest thing. Um, and then Shaq gave a speech. His speech was really funny because he talked about how um I guess everyone knows that Kobe was like a ball hog and did not like to pass the ball because he, you know, was a ball hog. And Shaq talked about how he, um, 
Look at you. Shaq talk, talked about how he um, went to talk to Kobe about it and how the rest of the team, you know, was annoyed by it. And Shaq goes, there's no I in team. And Kobe goes, yeah, but there's an Emmy in that motherfucker. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing. because I've, I've never heard anyone say that before. Like, I've never heard that. But it's true. There is, there's an Emmy. Like, that was, that was a really nice, um... <laughs> comical moment um jimmy kimmel spoke because they were really close friends i thought that was random but i guess they were actually really close friends as well um wmba star diana tarusi spoke you know because obviously um gianna his daughter was really close was really uh a fan of you know women's basketball um his, the Lakers general manager, who was also Kobe's ex um, agent, spoke, and also Gianna's godfather. Um, he spoke and he talked about how, literally minutes before Kobe died, they were texting each other. That was so eerie to me. Yo. Like, can you imagine you're texting someone and like ten minutes later they're dead? Fucking insane, yo! That was so crazy. <sighs> um. Yeah, you know, um, a lot of people spoke, but, you know, the speech that really got everyone, like, on the floor crying was when Vanessa spoke. And when I tell you that Vanessa is probably one of the strongest women that I think I've ever, like, seen, she is so strong. Imagine losing your husband and your daughter in, at the same time in a tragic accident, and now you have to get up on this stage in front of thousands, but well, it was probably millions of people because it was it was televised, and talk about them without like breaking down. Literally, she's so strong. Because let me tell you something: if that had been me, this memorial wouldn't even be going on, and if it was, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> like, that's some real strength right there, you know. And her speech was was beautiful. It was a really beautiful speech. She talks about them separately. And then at the end, the part that got me was like when she was like, God knew that you guys couldn't be without each other. It was really, um, it was a really beautiful um, day. So, you know, yeah, at least I, I that memorial to me felt like we were finally putting Kobe to rest, you know, like. It was closure. And I, I'm very happy that Vanessa allowed it to happen. Um, Because I do feel like it was closure. Like, we all got to finally say one last goodbye to Kobe and Gianna. And, um, yeah. Um, obviously, people were saying stupid shit. Some pe- I saw people that were saying that LeBron wasn't there. And, you know, all this stuff. Um, LeBron was there. He actually was there, but he asked the cameras not to pan to him. And whether he was there or not is, like, super irrelevant because it's not about LeBron. It's about Kobe. Um, and then, obviously, some people were, you know, because his um, Kobe's, none of, like, Kobe's parents or sisters spoke. So people were wondering about that, which, you know, I don't really know why they didn't speak. I know that, you know, if you don't know, at the time of Kobe's death, they were actually on really bad terms, Kobe's parents and him. I think he was on good terms with his sisters, but Kobe and his parents, 
for a long time now have been on really bad terms. Um, I know they were not happy when Kobe married his wife, Vanessa, for various reasons. Um, and then I think they did reconcile after they got married, but then... Uh, I actually remember this a couple years ago, his parents were trying to sell his memorabilia and, you know, when he found that out, um, he blocked it and then he sued them. So they were on really bad terms at the time of his death. Um, and I'm sure that his parents every day struggle with that. And who knows why they didn't talk? I don't know why they didn't talk. I don't know if Vanessa told them not to talk or they did not want to talk. Um, I would assume it's they didn't want to. I know I wouldn't be able to talk at my child's memorial because, you know, parents are not supposed to bury their kids. Um, so I'm sure it was a really emotional day for them. Um, but like I said, it was a beautiful memorial. And I'm glad that um, I'm glad that we were able to witness it. OK. Um, oh, also concerning besides the memorial, I. Um, Actually, the same day as Memorial, it came out that Vanessa is filing a wrongful death lawsuit against the company that operated the helicopter. Um, basically, the suit is alleging that the pilot failed to use, um, like the pilot. Basically, those the suit is alleging that the pilot, you know, did not use the like wasn't properly trained or whatever. She I think she's like suing the company that trained him or that work that he worked for. Um so yeah, they did not disclose how much she's suing for, but she is suing. People are wondering why um you know, I think that she I personally I think that Vanessa is suing to protect herself. You know, once the dust settles and everybody, you know, the grieving has kind of subsided. You guys are forgetting that Nine people died, um, and only two of them were rich. <laughs> you know, the other seven were regular people. So I'm assuming that lawsuits are going to start coming in from the other, you know, seven families. Um, so I assume that Vanessa is suing this, the company to protect herself <clears throat> in case, you know, I guess the other families want to sue. Because I, I don't think she's suing for money for herself. I mean, Kobe was a really wealthy person, and I'm sure he left a lot of money. Um, but I'm not, I'm actually not 100% sure what she wants to gain from this lawsuit. But I'm assuming it's just to protect herself. Um, okay, so that is it for Hot Topics. Well, for Celebrity Hot Topics. Now, the biggest topic of all that everybody in the world has been talking about and everybody is like bombarding the internet with Corona, the wonderful coronavirus um, that originated in China and has in the last month and a half made its way on over to the US of A. So if you don't know, I highly doubt you don't know because it's literally all they've been talking about in the news for the past month. Um, the coronavirus is wreaking havoc on the United States. Um, the outbreak has spread to almost all 50 states. Surprisingly, the only state that has not reported a coronavirus case is West Virginia. That is surprising because the state is, you know, I'm not even going to go there with West Virginia. I'm just going to say that I'm surprised that they haven't reported anything. 
Um, but they're saying they don't have any cases yet. But so they're the only state. Everyone else, including Washington, D.C., has reported of cases there. Um, about it looks like about 2,700 reported cases throughout the U.S. And at least 58 of those cases have died. The worst states that have been impacted are um, Washington State, California, and New York. They have had, like, the most cases, especially Washington State, because I actually think that was the first state that it was reported in, and it's just been downhill ever since. Um, the Donald Trump has declared a state of emergency for the whole country, um, so it's like a national emergency at this point. A lot of, you know, Corona has has affected a lot of things. Um, you know, cities are now closing bars and restaurants. I know DC just announced that they're closing bars. Um, I was wondering when they were going to do that. Because when I tell you that people did not give a fuck in this past weekend, I mean, I saw a lot of people on Instagram and just bars everywhere were packed. Which to me, like, even if you're going to go out, I would not go to a club or a bar. Club and bars are already dirty as fuck. But to go right now during Corona is just stupid. Um, but yeah, Corona has affected a lot. Like they've closed on bars. Cities have closed on bars and restaurants. NBA has canceled all the games because they don't want, you know, crowds. Basically what they're saying with Corona is that you should not be in a crowd. Like social distancing. So, you know, yeah, Tom Hanks, the actor, has actually announced that him and his wife have it. And they are self-quarantining. They're in Australia right now. Um, I don't know if they're going to come back or they're going to self-quarantine in Australia. I'm not sure. He was down there doing a movie. So um, there have been travel bans put on to, for, I think, to Europe. And they're debating whether they're actually going to do some domestic travel bans. Bans. I don't know why I'm saying banned. Um, it's just crazy out here. I never thought that this virus would get this bad or that it would affect so much, but it's getting crazy. I don't want to get too into it because I just feel like it's been talked about so much. I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but basically it's getting crazy. It's fucking everything up. You know, you can't really do, you can't, you literally can't even have a life anymore because, you know, you could get it no matter where you go. It's literally gotten so bad that my job is closed. (laughs) And, you know, well, one of my jobs is closed. And when I tell you that this job never closes, <laughs> it's, I mean, this is how bad it is. Um, but yeah, so that's about it. I mean, my rant is going to be about the coronavirus. So I'm not going to get too much into it. All right. So that's it for all topics. Uh, let's move on to the po- politics. <clears throat> so. The election, Democratic, uh, sorry, the presidential election is moving forward. You know, November's like only like what, six or seven months from now. So right now it's now down to the final two, Biden and Sanders. Uh, I mean, I could have called that from the beginning. They were the two strongest contenders from the beginning. Um, so yeah, they're the only two left. Tonight they actually had a their presidential debate. Um, where they just kind of talk to each other. And basically, highlights in the debate, mm, 
not much. I mean, Biden is committing to naming a female running mate. Um, so which means he's claiming that, what is it? He, he's gonna, um, he's committing to having a female vice president. I'm pretty sure he's saying that because he wants to guarantee the female vote. Which, personally, for me, you saying you're going to have a female vice president does absolutely nothing to me. But, I mean, kudos to you, I guess. The fact that that's even news is, is, is shows you the state of this country. Why is that news that you're going to have a female vice president? Oh, my God. You're going to give a, fe- a female. Oh, a female vice president. You know what? Let me stop. I'm trying to be unbiased. <laughs> but I just don't understand why that's such a huge deal. Good for you. Then he's pledging that he's going to have a black woman um, nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. Okay, I'm not even going to go into that. Um, Then they talk about, you know, coronavirus, what they would do. Basically, both of them (laughs) claim they would handle it better than Trump. Um, I won't even go there. Um, So, yeah, they both, you know, they kind of both have opposing ways Sanders, of course, Medicare for all. You know, he believes that all Americans should be entitled to free health care. And if he was elected, he would, you know, do the Medicare for all and so that everyone could get tested. Biden is calling for the expansion of testing and hospital capacity and dealing with the economic fallout from the coronavirus. So... You know, basically, they just go back and forth. Um, Bernie Sanders mixed up Ebola and coronavirus, which is interesting. Um, Yeah, basically, they just go back and forth. Um, You know, some interesting things are their views on the biggest issues right now. Um, so like healthcare, obviously we all know Bernie Sanders, he's been pledging this for years, healthcare for all, Medicare for all, you know, he's a big, um, supporter of that. Um, he estimates that his plan will cost about $30 trillion over 10 years. Um, and, and it would be paid for by new revenue of about 17 and a half trillion dollars. And along with current federal, state and local government spending, Which, you know, I, and it sounds nice, but I just don't think it is realistic. I mean, we have had, I mean, this country has had this healthcare system that we have right now for God knows how long, probably since the conception of the United States. Um, So I don't know how he's going to be able to turn this into a Medicare for all country. You know, it's, it, it would be nice because people are literally dying because they cannot afford to go to the doctor. Um, you know, I have health insurance and it's still expensive to go to the damn doctor. So, you know, it, it, it is a nice proposal. Um, Biden, obviously, he does not support Medicare for all. Um, he supports maintaining private insurance system, but adding a medic- Medicare-like public option. Um, whatever the fuck that means. Let's see. Another big topic, climate change. 
Um, <clears throat> Biden is calling for $1.7 trillion climate plan, which calls for 100% carbon-free energy and net zero carbon emissions by 2050, and it would end fossil fuel subsidies and subsidize clean energy. Okay. And then Sanders proposes the Green New, Green New Deal, um, which basically just like calls for like an aggressive aggressive action against climate change and it would cost about 16.3 million bill sorry trillion dollars and an immediate ban on fracking immigration um biden wants to undo trump's you know immigration policies where he's like trying to build a wall and shit um But he would not decriminalize unauthorized border crossing. Sanders um, wants to stop the deportation process. Um, he also supports reinstating the DACA program, um, which basically protects protected deported people who were brought um, into the U.S. when they were kids. So those are just a few of the hot topics that they and their stance on them. Um, right now, it looks like Biden is leading by a little bit. Um, yeah, Biden, um, yeah, Biden's leading right now. Um, who's going to win? It's really hard to say. Personally, I do think Biden is probably going to win, um, against Bernie just because he just seems for whatever reason to be the stronger contender. Um, I don't, yeah, I just, I see Biden winning, but anyway, that's what's going on in the political world. Now it is time for Iffy Rants. My rant today is about the coronavirus. (laughs) Even though I am so sick of hearing about it, I'm tired of everyone talking about it. It has been the number one topic for the past month. But basically, my my rant is about just staying positive. The virus, like, in the last week has been very overwhelming. Just the amount of information coming in. Everyone's, you know, the everything's basically shutting down. And it's been overwhelming. I will not lie to you. Um, I think about it a lot. I don't want to think about it, but it's hard not to when that's literally all anyone's talking about. It doesn't help that they are now like closing everything and you can't even go anywhere to release, you know, just get away because it's just everywhere. You can't travel. You can't do anything. So it's very easy to become down and out and just like upset. But I just want everyone to stay positive. You know, things could be a lot worse. Um, you know, just try to find little like things to escape, you know, right now that, you know, we're basically all self quarantine and you can't really go anywhere. Maybe try to take up a new hobby or, you know, get back to reading. I know I, I have a couple books that I bought over the summer that I haven't had a chance to read because school started. Oh my God. That's another thing with Corona. You know, personally, how it's affected me is school has basically halted. I mean, I Basically, my school is saying 
your in-person classes are going to be online, but we get another week of spring break because they need to teach these professors how to now go online. I was already taking online classes, so my online professors were like, this does not affect you. You better do your work this week because we were already online. Um, and now my job is closing. Well, my one, my one job is closing. The other one is still staying open. Um, so, you know, like I said, it's just about staying positive because it's very easy to become upset and become paranoid, but I really do feel like we're going to be okay and this is going to end soon. Um... I I know that not everyone listening is religious, but if you are, or not even religious, but some people might not even believe in God. But if you do believe in God, I would say be, you know, stay prayed up. You know, I personally have been praying a lot. I, you know, I do find, I, I consider myself, I don't consider myself religious. I would say I'm like spiritual. I do pray. And I feel like praying, praying, prayer does bring comfort. And so I would say during this very like hard time to just lean on your beliefs, you know, um, if you do pray, I would say prayer helps and just try to stay positive, you know, find a hobby, find something to escape what's going, the realities that are going on right now and try to stay off of the internet because, you know, it's literally all they're talking about. But, um, what do I know? (laughs) Thank you for listening. Bye.